Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Switch It Up, episode 35. Yeah? Yep, 35. You, sorry, I was caught off guard. Usually, at least with my teacher's Zoom meetings, there's a big, loud, robotic lady voice that says this meeting is being recorded. Uh, no, not this case. Not this one. This one was just get right into the action, which is good. So, uh, how you doing, uh, Mr. Colby? I'm doing well. This is our fifth quarantined episode. Uh, not, not much has changed. Not much to report on the whole yeah, coronavirus the situation, situation. The situation yeah. is mostly stagnated. I mean, cases continue to rise, I think. but Yeah, we aren't even as at far our peak as, yet, which is not exciting. But As know, far just, as we're concerned with our daily lives, it's mostly the same as last time. Yeah, it is. Just hanging out, you know, gaming, obviously. Uh, gaming. Beat, Beat Pokemon Platinum, so that's exciting. Ooh, that is exciting. Uh, I've halted because, you know, apparently to, like, progress in the battle area, you have to, like, complete the Pokedex. I'm just not about that right now. So, taking a little break. Um, Back on the cart scene, which I'm sure I'll get into later. And, yeah, other than that, not a, not a time. What about you? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, classes have been pretty manageable lately. Uh. I have uh take well I guess all quizzes are take home now, but they're fantastic. Uh, I got one more assignment like that tonight, and I've just been continuing to game it's It's really weird seeing how a lot of my friends are dealing with this quarantine and how they're super like they're super some of them are super shaken up about it like some of them are just losing their minds, and it really just makes me feel like even more of a freaking homebody gamer than i already was yeah like everyone's speaking I, out, like how they're bored out of their minds and we're like i'm just doing, doing great i mean it, it might just be in my natural mindset with these sorts of things but being a, a hardcore gamer Big time. Uh, help helps out in in situations such as this so uh yeah i'm doing good uh that's good to hear good to hear uh, we have some interesting topics to talk about today don't we we have a few. I mean, there isn't much news besides. Uh, do I want to share my screen? Because I actually have a hundred million tabs up. But <laughs> so oh, yeah, now you can actually show me your sources now. Yeah, yeah, I first, can. I can show you my. If, I think we're gonna do Zoom tell, from now on. I was about to say this is our first Zoom recording, so I suppose we'll we're testing it out, seeing how it goes. All right. So hopefully, you guys can give us some feedback if you have any glaring. All right, so, okay, yeah, I guess a a quick couple announcements regarding the podcast. We have now a YouTube channel and both an email. So you can can subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is at Switch It Up Podcast. On YouTube, this this recording will probably probably post both on there and on. Oh, we're recording. recording these on YouTube yeah, now. you know, just more you didn't ways. Let me to... do my hair or anything, Jesus, yeah, dude. I'm letting my hair grow out. I'm gonna see if I can get it. <laughs> I was, are you? June, yeah. You letting it loose? I am setting the beast free. Finally, Rock, rocking. And a, gonna be rocking a man bun in a few weeks. Maybe. I mean, if that's what that's what the world wants, but I think you could pull it off. Anyway, there's right, very. So... That was a very uh, much a tangent. Please continue. Yes. So. If the YouTube channel does go well, maybe later down the line, we'll start investing in options of streaming. I think neither of us have a computer that's really suited for streaming. I know Macs aren't. So I mean, you know, it's funny. 
in the Discord, me and the Pokemon Club guys are talking a lot about just have just everyone doing streaming and just supporting each other. Kind of like yeah. a Vanoss gaming situation where you just have a whole group of creators kind of contributing to the same pool of fans. But yeah, uh, I mean, you know, we might need to get some, if we are doing the YouTube thing, we might need to get some capture cards, record some game footage. We yeah, that's, do, a, I mean, streaming like is, I mean, as you guys know, if you're an occasional listener, we are broke college kids, especially now we can't even work. So it's a little different, yeah. but but you know um if we do end up picking steam picking up steam like here and on youtube we'll definitely look to expand with streaming and that'd be a lot of fun so it's something i'm interested in doing but we're Mm -hmm. not going to invest if it's not going to equal it's not going to equal the value but we do have a youtube which i said switch it up podcast on youtube you can subscribe to get podcast episodes there and our and i'll link it down below in the description um our our gmail is just at switch it up podcast just normal uh pretty straight to the point so yeah very very exciting stuff so that's (laughs) what we have going on there and i guess the only announcement i really have is um something is a one year old today regarding regarding nintendo i know that your brother has a set so happy birthday to nintendo labo oh jesus i (laughs) that that whole line has just fallen off the face of my memory (laughs) your brother's too yeah, no, he hasn't used them. He hasn't even finished most of them. Oh, no, so, Nintendo Labo is very, very dead. I mean, sorry, Nintendo. It, it was yeah, kind of scene. promising. Kind of. We, I don't even think we can do a segment on Nintendo Labo because we have like no experience. With no, I, I couldn't be. I couldn't tell you the first thing about Nintendo Labo. I was thinking about trying to make a an intro tune for this podcast on Nintendo Labo, but Ryan didn't finish the piano and we probably were missing some pieces. So that fever dream, that fever dream quickly passed. Yeah, that was a, we had a good one, but that was a, it was a quick, it was a goner. Oh, and um, shout out our friend, Jared. He made us a new Twitter banner, which is Oh my God. Yeah. If you guys are following us on Twitter, if you're not following us on Twitter, go follow the podcast. That's which I pod. But go check out the new Twitter banner. We have one of our friends was gracious enough to, give us a really high quality looking banner and it looks it looks fantastic i love it It was it looks really good and he did a very nice job you know i gave him gave him some characters he he did the rest so that's obviously very Uh, exciting a very seasoned photoshopper huh yes do you have anything else i mean i know we're gonna talk about as far as like housekeeping goes not not particularly yeah Uh, i don't really have much either there wasn't a lot of news regarding nintendo um you know, not a lot of news in general. Slow times. So we're going to have to fill the rest of this time with the few topics we have prepared and incoherent rambling. So we do hopefully best. you guys will stick around. We'll have a nice little, we'll have a fun time. Nice little chat. So what do you want to start off with? I know we're going to talk about our favorite games, but we're going to talk about their flaws. Do you want to start there? Do something? Yeah, we can start there. Um, All right. Recently, I can kind of give you the origin of this concept please do so it seems that now there's a clear defining line between i'll I'll use animal crossing as as my example since that's kind of what i'm basing it around where there's been nothing but unabashed like complete praise for the game and then there seems to have been a recent just divide where now there are a lot more people who are making content pointing out uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. This game's flaws, like the, the flaws it has. 
you know, I thought that was uh, an important thing to cover because, you know, obviously we gush about our favorite games on this show mm-hmm. all the time, but I think it is important to have those people, especially uh, for huge corporation, third party, not third party, first party games, uh, AAA games is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think it's important for those people uh, to exist who do criticize uh, these games often. So I watched a few videos to kind of see what uh, some of the consensus were, uh, at least for Animal Crossing, and then we can also talk about some other flaws. Yeah, definitely. Our other our other games that we like playing, and also why they do or do not bother us, because mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely possible to be able to point out the flaws a game has, but not have them bother you. Like some people are just like that; they don't they can look past the flaws and they don't really bother them, but they can still acknowledge them. So that's a word. I guess we can start with Animal Crossing, and then yeah, uh, well, we can evolve from there. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the biggest complaint I've seen, or at least one of the biggest, is Animal Crossing and its just myriad of menus, menus upon menus upon menus, and how it there's a lot of them pads the game time. People think. Uh, it's definitely more noticeable to me now that I am in the pretty late game stages of the game. Uh, now that I'm going to a lot more people's islands more frequently, and now that I'm, you know, crafting a whole bunch more uh, items. Uh, like for instance, you need in order to go to another person's island. There are at least like four loading periods of a few seconds, admittedly, but it just seems. I don't know, weird, because even if your Switch is already connected to the internet and you want to like do online searches for people, you need to connect to the internet again. Yeah, it, and then I, you need I to, have noticed that. You have to click on, he's like, okay, where do you, what do you want to do? I want to fly, okay. He needs to go through the whole thing. God forbid you have a Nook t- Miles ticket with you, because then he has to remind you that you have a Nook Miles ticket in your inventory <laughs> before he brings up the next stage. And he's like, Okay, I, I want to visit someone's island. I already said visit someone's island. Uh, online play. And he's like, all right, I'm going to connect you to the internet. And you have to say, okay. And then he will connect you to the internet. He and then he's like, it. okay, how do you, okay, what do you want to do? And it's like, okay, I want to visit uh, someone's go, island. Yeah, I want to either visit a friend's or I want to use a Dodo code or whatever. And you enter that in. And then it's like, looks like we have a flight for this place. Is that where you wanted to go? And they're like, yes, that's where I want to go. And yes, then Orville, come on. <laughs> yes, come so on. Clo- you're, so, you're so close. And then it's like, okay, stand by. Here we go. Connecting now. Uh, God forbid that there's interference because I need to go through the whole thing again. If if someone goes to another person's island, every other player on the island has to stop everything they're doing. Like, they cannot be in yeah, a conversation that's... with any NPCs. They cannot be buying anything. They cannot be on their damn Nook phone looking at their Nook Miles achievements or anything. They have to be doing completely nothing for you to be able to go through. And if they are still on that screen or on, like, a, a sub-screen of the game, then Orville's like, whoa, interference. And then, God forbid, I keep saying God forbid a lot because it is just that annoying. Yeah, it is. I know what you're If you about, come, yeah. say... Or it was like, oh, you have interference, and you back out of it, and you back out of the option instead of going to search again. 
then you have to go through all of those menus again, connect to the internet again for some reason. Yeah, just do the whole thing. Just over. to get back to trying to connect to your friend's island. So, and th- one of the crazy parts about this is people have claimed that this is one of Nintendo's better online systems, which I actually do believe it is. Yeah. Probably like Nintendo's is, online honestly. stuff has been historically bad. And I mean, let's be honest. Does any, does any like game gaming console, like any like cert, like any program, like have good online service? Like, we set such a high bar for it. So if you're, like, I, I guess if you're comparing Nintendo to like Xbox or PS or PlayStation, yeah, it's it's pretty. Bad. I think it's just the roundabout way that Nintendo goes about doing it, because back I've heard that background loading is possible, so that you don't need to literally interrupt everyone's games on the island in order to do it. To like get in, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's just the one example. Uh, another example I've seen people talk about is crafting stuff, which has been made very clear of its flaws uh, with the fishing tourney that was recently uh, released. Because you need, in order to do uh, real good in this fishing tourney, bait, crafting fish bait is highly recommended, and. Those are crafted from manila clams, which you need to go out and dig up and get uh, from the beaches. So there are a few problems with the system. One, you you cannot craft multiple (laughs) items at a time. That's beyond the most frustrating thing in the game, isn't it, for me? You can't, that is what so many people are complaining about. You cannot craft multiple. And you can't like sk- and you can't like skip through it either. Like in Breath of the Wild, when you're like cooking something, you can like hit pre- you can like press plus and just skip like through it. You cannot do that anymore. You have to hold down yeah. A. Yeah, I mean, you like can just mash A and it'll speed it up, which is strange. I don't know why that it would is be strange. an option instead of the default. But and these Manila clams also do not stack in your inventory. So each <laughs> singular Manila clam takes up one singular slot. So you can kind of see where the monotony of this comes in, where you just need to hold down A over and over to craft these little quantities of bait, which you, you know, which really helps with the fishing tourney. Mm-hmm. Large quantities of any item in Animal Crossing is just just horrible. Yeah. Because if you're great. inside your house and you have all your materials in the storage, you have to physically take them out of storage into your inventory and and it's not as easy like in Minecraft you can like split up uh, the numbers like the stacks of blocks. So you, it's a, a it's a cliche it. comparison, but I mean it's the appropriate thing to compare it, it to is, when you're it talking is, like this. I think it's an appropriate comparison because the two are really similar in like their material organization, like inventory organization. Yeah, I feel uh, you cannot when you say you want to like it has an option in Animal Crossing to grab one. Like, say you have a stack of thirty hardwood, uh, you can. Uh, say, oh, I want to grab one. But you can't, like, split it in half or anything. So if you want, say you have, like, 30 wood, but you need only, like, 11 for something, you need to physically grab one at a time. And then, and, like, if you grab one and then grab one again, it'll make two separate item. Like, it'll take up two separate slots. They won't stack on top of each other, even if you, like, split them apart. Yeah. So it's just a really... A really just slow and clunky system it's hard to explain because it's so like it could be so easy because i feel like if they just went the minecraft route 
it would be completely you know this argument would be void and have no it would be yeah and you can only like stack like things of 10 in some cases which is yeah 10 like it's 10 and 30 and like most materials are 30 isn't weeds like the highest is like 100 weeds is 99 and bells are also 99 most of animal crossing's inventory uh debacle throughout the games has been kind of meh hit or miss yeah uh i've kind of gotten used to it like it, i can acknowledge that it's a pretty crappy flaw uh but personally it doesn't bother me too much other than crafting fish bait that was pretty painful <laughs> uh but yeah i feel like i'm go- i feel like i'm just not able to explain this very well but and on top of all it's still a 10 out of 10 for you <laughs> i mean uh, it's a good game i i just like the game itself i've been a fan of it since new leaf uh have you hit that just, like have you hit that wall yet or are you still oh uh, i'm still going i i still have uh stuff that i'm working towards uh more things i want to do on my island another this actually kind of leads into another complaint uh people are saying that there is a lack of content in this game just a lack of overall content in the game that you can do like as in it's repetitive uh that too but also like i guess the best example i can think of someone in a video i watched said it's uh it's a like a 40 hour game disguised as a 100 hour game it's not a bad because way to put it because everything everything is either blocked behind a time wall or a paywall like an in-game paywall obviously i mean they're not wrong yeah like everything so people are saying that nintendo is kind of like punishing you for playing their game by making you wait for stuff didn't we talk we talked we talked about this on the animal crossing episode like we both agree that's kind of like a good thing because it kind of like I, I know, mean, it I makes know people you slow down. There's definitely a yeah, exactly. There are, there are whole video essays discussing the appeal of Animal Crossing, and again, this is a flaw that doesn't really bug me. But no, like for certain things, it is a little tedious. Like for the museum taking like three days to set up, and then mm-hmm. you can't donate anything in that time. That's a little much. Uh, but you know, you have to pay. You have to pay. Even even though it's a small fee, you have to pay bells to send messages to friends. Yeah. And you have to pay bells to do the fishing tourney. Now, again, by this point in in the, I guess, metagame, people have already figured out how to make absolute bank in Animal Crossing. No problem. And it's always a short fee. And I think it's to make the game feel, obviously, more... You know, lifelike in a way, I suppose. Yes, bringing taxes and animal crossing. You got to pay pay for services and all that. Yeah, but you know, I can see how some people could kind of get fed up with that, especially, uh, well, time skippers who once they get to the end of, you know, their their progression, there's much less for them to do, because definitely, yeah, they've already gotten through all the main objectives of the game. It's also why you shouldn't time skip. I mean, I I would suggest not time skipping because I feel like the game lends itself more to that. And also the free updates. That the, I feel like time skipping is why uh, the updates for the holidays aren't hardwired into the base game. 
that way, first of all, that way the economy of the game isn't completely ruined by people just distributing holiday items throughout the year. And so that non-time skippers have something to look forward to as much as the time skippers do. Uh, people have cited that as a complaint, do, though, too, that this game has less content than the past Animal Crossing games because we have to wait for free updates to come out with the uh, for the holidays and stuff. Yeah. Uh, other things that were omitted from past games were uh, one of the museum exhibits, the art exhibit, which has been a staple of the series, uh, is no longer in, but there are rumors that it will be coming soon. Uh, Brewster, the coffee, sh uh, the owner of the Roost, the coffee shop, that isn't in the game. Uh, but again, there are uh, very recent uh, reports of people talking to their villagers and the villagers mentioning those characters by name. So, so, so hinting that they're going to be coming. Soon. Yeah, hinting that they're I'm going assuming, to be coming. I'm assuming soon. in a free update too. Yeah, most likely a free update. People are saying that it'll be coming as early as the Earth Day update, which is coming uh, in late April. So, you know, we're kind of in two like weeks, mid April right now. So another week or two. Uh, but it's kind of divided right now. I've just seen a lot more. There's there, definitely there so, any yeah. It got off to a red or anything. It got off to a red hot start, and I think that part of that is because of the coronavirus like pandemic because like it was a game that like it's kind of like suited perfectly for the times right now mm -hmm. especially if you time skip because you can get so you can get so much done like in a day if you time skip but i think now that the, we've kind of like left the honeymoon phase people are starting to be more willing to point to its flaws and point them out and people are even more willing to accept them for what they are but yeah, nonetheless I, mean, I think the general consensus is that it's still a really good game i mean yeah this game is incredible just by looking on social media and you, you can just see the amount of people that are sharing their content and their islands and are very proud of their work that they do in this game and it's be. brought a lot of people it's brought a lot of people together I, this is something else i wanted to talk about uh the animal crossing out of game economy is kind of crazy uh i joined the animal crossing uh, new horizons discord server uh okay. And it's essentially just one big marketplace. Like, there are so many advertisements for people like, hey, uh, Celeste is on my island, or Sahara is on my island. Uh, give me one Nook Miles ticket, and I'll let you come in and <laughs> buy shit. Or give me a certain amount of bells, or like, hey, here's a fee of like one furniture item, and I'll craft you this furniture item. It's just a whole, a whole bazaar of... Uh, Animal Crossing in-game stuff, and it's so Venmo it's so weird. Five dollars only on the island for an hour. I mean, <laughs> some people, man, they're like, "Hey, pay me one hundred thousand bells, and I'll let you <laughs> buy this item from my shop." Uh, but it's fun to see. Like everyone seems to actually community's, community's great, definitely. pretty friendly. Again, this is this is all kind of feeding into the idea that, you know, I can definitely uh, see the flaws in this game, and it kind of has me torn on a lot of them because I'm not usually one. In games like this that are huge, and I've been a fan of them for a while, I don't tend to mind the uh, the flaws that they have. 
simply because the amount of enjoyment they give me. Uh, but obviously that ratio of enjoyment to uh, subject or subjective slash objective uh, thoughts on the game's mechanics as a whole, uh, that can be different for a lot of people. So uh, that, those are the main complaints that I've seen for, right. uh, to, for the argument against Animal Crossing, how it's like a waiting simulator and there are way too many menus that you have to shift through just to get one thing done. Yeah. Uh, also, again, the kind of ambiguous content people are arguing whether or not free updates uh, really make up for the lack of content at launch or if that's just the way the system works now. So it's, it's a very gray area, which is probably why I'm having a hard time explaining it. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's most of what I've seen, or at least the general gist of it. All right, sweet. So I guess that, I guess I'll take over and I'll, I guess I'll go with the game that I'm playing with mostly right now. And that's, uh, it's Mario, Mario Kart 8. Mario oh, Kart 8 I, I thought for sure you would have jumped on Fire Emblem or something. No, I'll do the game that I'm playing now. Cause like, you don't, cause you play a lot more Crossing than I do. And I play a lot more Mario Kart than you do. So I think that if we both take one and then we'll just split up the other. So we, cause I'm, I'm assuming the games that we're going to talk about down the line, we both had our fair share of playing with. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. So, I guess I'll I'll be quick with Mario Kart because it's it's kind of hard to. Well, it's a flawless play. game. No, not at all. Completely but, perfect. <laughs> perfect ten out of ten. But no, it's hard <laughs> to point out. It's hard to put point out flaws in a game where everything's to chance. I guess. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I I have seen some complaints about Mario Kart, and all maybe right. you can like, maybe I can say what I've heard, and you can. All right. So my, all my complaints are like mainly online like i don't really have any there's no really offline complaints because if unless you're awful at the game you should have offline pretty easily but so online i guess my biggest concern is or that's my biggest flaws are the game when you're in last or like you're in the back of the pack the game is wired so that you can get back into contention for first and i don't think it should be like that if you're in like 12th or 11th or 10th and you're like on the last lap. The, the game should be programmed to get you back in the fifth or sixth, not first well, I or feel, second. I feel like that would just be the same principle. Give you better items so you can get back into the race. I feel like you can't really fine-tune that to get you in a specific spot. Yeah, but I know like online there's no really – I am not. I, feel, I don't think online is frantic mode. I, I don't think it is. I think it's just like normal. No, so like yeah, it's default. not. Yeah, so – like if I've so I'm 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 gonna go on a limb and say that I'm pretty good at the game. I've oh, been I've oh had shit. what a hot take. I've I've had my fair share of races where I'm in first, second, or third the entire race, which is the hardest thing to do in my opinion. Mario Kart is win a race wire to wire. It takes a lot of luck, and mm. I've had like the past week I've had like I've count I've counted like twenty races where at the last lap I was in top three and I finished bottom six. Uh, again, like I mean, a lot. Again, a lot is to chance. Like I'm not mad that like a green shell ricocheted off of 17 walls and hit me. Like that's just gonna happen. <laughs> it happens to everybody. Or that like, or that I accidentally like really quickly look behind me, see what's going on, and I run full blown into a bomb and just get nuked. <laughs> like I'm not gonna complain about that. But it's more so like the people that just like get like bull bills and stars just out the ass when they're in last, which gets them all the way back into like fourth or third that's really frustrating 
I mean, the concept of online competitive Mario Kart is kind of lost all... on me just because of the item boxes. I think oh, it's really sure. hard to make like an interesting online it competitive is. racing game without having some sort of item play. It is because uh, like if if, it was, if there were no items, it was just like time trials and you got three mushrooms for the entirety of the race. Like, a that would determine yeah. who's actually good, and b that wouldn't be like really any fun. You know, part of the Mario Kart's charm is getting blue shelled at this last absolute second, or getting they're getting hit with three red shells in a span of ten seconds. <laughs> it's charm, you think that that's it's, what makes yes. up it the is, best parts of Mario Kart. It is the is ugliest, getting absolutely it is the ugliest, blasted. It is the ugliest beauty in all of gaming. That's quite profound. Uh how do you feel about the cart customization? Oh, I've had a build that I've been going on my same build for like a year and a half, so but Does, I mean people it's, are it's, saying that it's clear that it's clear that there's certain characters and builds that are the best. Like I see a lot of Waluigi's in the Wiggler cart. That seems to be the popular one. Really? Online. I yeah. It's I was Waluigi. under the impression. I, I I know I'm saying people are saying that's just because I've been watching a lot of YouTube comment yeah. comments content. I guess both on this uh, subject recently, and some have claimed that the car customization doesn't really change how you play much. And that is kind of, I guess, unnecessary. The car customization. So like, so like showing the stats and stuff, they don't really think Yeah, I personally think that ha- just having you choose the different parts of your cart just brings a little more customization into it, makes each person's yeah. cart their own. Uh, yeah, it's more appealing. I mean, I guess I haven't really noticed uh, a lot of change between the builds. I usually play the same way no matter what card i choose i usually prioritize handling over you know most everything else because that's the way i like to play you know i don't need to be the fastest i just need to make sure i don't fly face first into a barrier (laughs) but i I just was curious to see your thoughts on on that as far as mario kart 8 goes even if it doesn't matter, like even if the car customization doesn't matter, if like every car in the end, if they took a long look at it, is the same no matter what build you do. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it's cool that they, even if they're like false stats, I think it's cool that they're even there. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm I'm a I'm a bike guy, always have been, always will be. And mm-hmm. you know, like the glider affecting your stats is kind of weird because like the, the <laughs> glider come doesn't even come out in some of the courses. Yeah, that's yeah. That's so true. That, that has a it has like a drastic effect on some of your stats. So, I mean, yeah, I guess if only two of the three things are really like affecting how you race, I guess I could see how it could be kind of like overlooked. But I mean, hey, this is the fact that you're. I assume it doesn't bother you by the way that no. you're speaking about it. No, you know that just goes to say because, you know, bringing it back, some of these flaws don't bother us, as we'll probably be saying. No, I do have. I do have a hot take regarding Mario Kart, though. Baby Park is the most overrated course in all of Mario Kart for the rest I of think, eternity. I think a lot of people would actually agree with you on that one. It's not even Nowadays. good. It's not good. <laughs> I hate that map. It's the worst. Well, yeah, if you play online, it's the worst. It's so but terrible. If, you, if you're playing locally, that's probably why people have such a fondness for it. No, also because awful. it came out in probably one of the best Mario cards being double dash. So. Yeah, probably, and that's that's not even the most iconic course off of whatever. <laughs> I digress. All right, what game do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Fire Emblem. Let's do it. Uh, so 
I have a take from my girlfriend, actually. Uh, she's playing the Black Eagle route currently. Oh, no. What's she says point? there are no good men to marry in the Black Eagle route. That's Caspar. her flaw that she wanted me to put forward here. Caspar, Hubert, Linhart, and that's it. And, and Ferdinand. And Ferdinand. She's right. I agree. <laughs> 0 for 4. Strikeout. She recruited Sylvain from Blue Lions just to try and marry him, and even then she didn't get him up to high enough support, so she had to marry Sothis. Oh, brother. <laughs> or at least, I actually don't know, because she plays female Byleth. I actually don't know if that's even possible. To get the Sotha scene, it is. I've played female Bioth before and gotten it all the way. So, oh, yeah, okay. Awesome. Well, then, yeah, it's she had awesome. to, she had to marry Sotha, which I don't think she's gonna like very much. But no, yeah, she she it. was extremely mad about that. Actually, she's like, I couldn't marry anyone. Okay. Oh, look, I agree with her. I mean, I got nothing. I have no. She wants me to get in an argument with her. Pick a different topic. I mean, yeah, I'm not, not getting one there. So, what's uh, your so what's your curse... biggest complaint with Fire Emblem? I screw seen... the people. What's yours? My biggest complaint. I don't know, man. You'd be hard-pressed to find. I think my complaint is that, I don't know, there's not a lot of encouragement to do, to make units uh, into classes that they are not, you know, inherently suited for, you know? I agree. No real incentive to do that. Which, I don't know, I've always, because in every playthrough, I'm always tempted, like, oh, what if I made this person uh, a heavy armor class? Yeah, what if I made made Felix an archer? Because there's no real benefit to thinking outside the box in that regard. Especially if you're going, there is no, no feasible reason in hell that you should ever play a heavy armor class. They suck. Never, no. They're bad. This whole game, like the meta of this game, seems to be based on movement and just sheer attacking power. And while uh, while armored units can really put up a fight as far as the enemy units go, because they're in pre-planned positions that you have to go to, most of the time, if you have an armored unit, it's just going to spend its whole time chasing the fast units around while the fast units decimate, decimate everything on the field. So there are some classes that are just inherently not good to use, even if you want to, you know, delve into them. And I feel like that's my biggest complaint with the game. It's just that there's, you're given so much freedom to pick what your units end up being, but there's no no real incentive or reward to doing so, you know? You'll just end up, you'll just end up handicapping yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you take so, if you take like one of the ten elites, like their descendants, out of their de- out of their designated classes, you get no use out of the relics. Yeah, there are some that I've seen work. My girlfriend is a big fan of Assassin Claude. That's different. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I, I mean, assassins are also one of those classes. There are some classes that you can just make anyone. Like anyone can be a cavalry class because horses are just really good. Mm-hmm. In in three houses, why wyvern riders too? Why anything that again they give you so much movement, and that's why they're so good. And you can essentially like if you know you're about to be attacked by a magic user, which are super effective against horse boys, you can just dismount, and that kind of nullifies the weakness. Yeah, same thing with like a flying unit. You just dismount, and nothing happens basically. Yeah, there's just no. I guess there's no reason to do it because the students have their inherent 
you know, stats uh, yep. that they're good at. And the level up system goes where each character has a higher chance to increase their stat by one each time they level up. So for instance, Petra has a really high chance for every time she levels up to, for her speed to increase. And that's why she's such a speedy character in the end. And why a lot of people choose that's why she's her a to top like, five character in the game. Like a sword master or a, a dancer. Uh, assassin. Yeah. And an assassin. Yeah. But if I like wanted to say I wanted to make Ash uh, a heavy armored person or a magic user, that's hard, you know? That's hard mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, and it is. It, it, it's not like it, and that doesn't really tamper my enjoyment of the game because no, I feel like their characters are suited to their respective roles, which is fine. It's just that the game teases you with the possibility of having these crazy combinations. I've seen people, yeah, I've seen people like take, I've seen people take certain characters out of what they're best at, and there's just no use for it. There really isn't, because if you take them out of your element, you're not going to get the most out of them. This may be the optimizer in, like, in me talking here, at least in Fire Emblem terms, uh, but you just get so much more use out of your characters if you put them in specific roles instead of these other ones. Mm-hmm. Even though the game like teases you and kind of holds it over you the entire game every time you look at the class screen, and when you look at the characters in the different outfits, that hey, they they can be this, and you can go this route, but there is no benefit to doing so. Yeah, and I feel like this was meant to be counteracted by some of the budding talents, where there are secret talents that you can kind of unlock for each character. But even though I have unlocked some of those, it seems like they hardly make a difference anyway. But that might just be me. That's just me not doing a lot of research into the subject. But uh, that is my personal biggest, biggest uh, gripe. Sort of biggest gripe, or I guess more of a missed opportunity, I feel. Uh, but again, doesn't hamper my enjoyment of the game, honestly, in the slightest, really, when I put huh. into practice. So yeah. Th- that's me. For me, I think the biggest miss. There's only one storyline the entire game that ties up all the loose ends. Is that Golden Deer or Church? Ha- has to, it has to be Golden Deer. Like, I mean, yeah, Golden Deer, you beat Nemesis. That's the only you beat, route. You beat Nemesis, the guy that you saw in the opening cutscene of the game. There's only one chance you get at doing that. <laughs> yeah, in like a, what, you're at 400 hours now? Over, Yeah. It's just I've done that battle yeah. so many times. I mean, the stories are good. Oh, all of them are. Most of them are. I feel like Black Eagles kind of falls off a little bit. It's so short. It could be way longer. It, it's short, and it's also really hard. It, yeah, it's the it's hardest hard. route in the game. I think uh, so too. Yeah. But Blue Lions, again, we've talked about this before. How each of them kind of fulfills a role. Golden Deer is very balanced. I definitely think that's the first route that you should play if you are getting the game for the first time blue lines is a very more self-contained story at least in the later ends Mm -hmm. because each story is most more or less the same until you get to the time skip but yeah the the blue lion story is much more self-contained it's a little more shorter scale even though you are fighting in a lot of the same battles uh and black eagles is just kind of the wild card route of it all it is where you get to kind of be 
semi on the other side of the conflict, which I feel, you know, is a big appeal of that route. And then Church Definitely Route is, is. kind of just the true neutral. Uh, it takes a lot from both Golden Deer and Black Eagles and kind of just meshes it. Yeah, if there was to be an anime, like, ever, if there's ever to be an anime series on Fire on Three Houses, I feel like they'd have Byleth in the church route at times. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, again, like, you know, if you don't want to choose a side. Yeah. You go with, uh, well, I mean, you do have to pick Black Eagles to get to it. Yeah, you do. But it's kind of just like the true neutral path, which, you know, the boring path. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better I mean, myself. I mean, Sedith and Flane are cool, but... Not as cool they as are. Dimitri and Claude. No, no not at all. <laughs> I've, I, I want your opinion on this. I've seen people criticize the monastery portions and how they're kind of tedious and boring running around the monastery doing various fetch quests. I wanted to know what you thought about that. So, like, how, how are the monastery segments to you? So I've never completed all of the quests. I don't think I've completed half of them. Like, cause they just don't really, they don't really serve a purpose. Like it, if you're going to do quest battles, chances are you're way over level to the point where they don't even matter. And all, the only quest battles that matter are the paralogs and they're not even like really quest battles. Yeah. I do the quest battles just because they give you, I think more rewards usually. And then if you go back to the person who gave you the quest, they usually give you more rewards and it's also a good level up opportunity. Uh, it is, but yeah. it just seems I personally never really had a problem with the monster. I had fun exploring it, kind of learning where everything was, talking to the characters in between battles, seeing how their dialogue changed. I will uh, say this post time skip, it almost serves no purpose. Yeah. Post time skip, you don't really need to do a whole lot in the monastery to no. get your. I mean, obviously, you need to sit down and have lunch with them to have. That's it. That's, that's literally increase. all you need to do. That's pretty much all you do. Greenhouse doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. Blacksmith, kind of. But you can do all that stuff from the postman, the, the before battle menu. menu. Yeah, before battle yeah. menu. So, you know, it's fun to, see, again, it's fun to see the character interactions change. It is. Uh, but besides that, there's no real point to it besides getting just so small little extra rewards before moving out again. Another small thing, I guess, is the animation. Yeah, the animations are pretty jank. Looking back, <laughs> they're they're pretty stiff. They're and great. each person only has like one or two animations per existence. At, oh, Lawrence, <laughs> the Lawrence, and I guess now Yuri pose. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of characters, I had talked about this, that just kind of use each other's animations. Like Balthus and Claude have the same set of speaking animations. Yeah, like the big old over, just like that. Yeah. Whenever, because it's really fun. Because if someone, <laughs> if two people are sitting down in a cutscene, they purposely shoot it just from like the waist up. So they didn't have to like animate chairs or anything. Exactly. Oh, it's so obvious too. Go into the marketplace and look into one of the fruit baskets. You will see a JPEG on a piece of paper just spread out across the the length of the box. The yeah. graphics are nothing to really marvel at 
at least the 3D in-game models. The cutscenes magnificent, absolutely fantastic. There's only one. There's only one problem I have with the cutscenes. What's that? The Golden Deer ending cutscene doesn't make sense with the battle with Edelgard. What do you mean? So the church route and Golden Deer route, if you play the game, you know they share the same ending cutscene when you beat Edelgard at the palace. And it makes no sense because it says that because her last words are, I wanted to walk this path with you. And Golden Deer, you never had any affiliation with her at all. I mean, that's true. Uh, I've seen uh, video essays on why each house wins if they have Byleth and if they have Byleth really? on their side. That's a thing. Yeah. I've seen because uh, each house leader seems up. to each house leader seems to have like a fatal flaw that without Byleth they can't really achieve what they want to achieve. Like with uh, Claude, obviously you're the person with the uh, I guess kind of the means to which he can use to further his dream. Like you have this power that he can work alongside with to work towards bringing Fodlin and its surrounding regions together in peace. Mm-hmm. I feel like the argument for Edelgard was with Byleth there to keep her ruthlessness from spreading forth from her. Yeah, like contained. Yeah, having that person that she cares about close to her at all times when you play her route keeps her from being so dictatorial and uh, and ruthless. Dang, I can't uh, find it. I typed she, in why each house now, three she houses. still kind of is that way in the route in Black Eagles when you side with her. She is. But obviously in like Blue Lions, she turned herself into a damn demon to get her way. So in in Black Eagles, I believe it's much more toned back due to Byleth's influence, and that's why she ultimately wins in the end. And then Dimitri kind of goes without explaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. He's a maniac. Uh, Byleth just didn't give up on him and was able to show him back to the light after he had gone down his dark path already. Damn, I can't find it. Yeah, it was I it was a video I watched right before I was about to have a college class, you know, back when we were still on campus. Good God, you mean two years ago? Yeah, like what's it been ten years or something? Something like that. Every maybe. every day feels the same. But correct. Yeah. Um what the hell are we talking about? I, I went on such a huge tangent there. So we talked about so we, I, I was, I was, I had a gripe with the animations, and I was talking about the. Oh, you're talking about how cutscene, uh, the Golden Deer cutscene doesn't make sense. Didn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why I think it could make sense. Because, I feel like, the game implies that, you've spent time with all three of the house leaders because you can choose to do so. Like if you choose, you can choose to have like. I think if you still talk to the house leaders from the other houses, you can still get some support points with them. You can get points, but you can't get conversations. Yeah, I was about to say, can you not get conversations? No, you can't. I thought you might be able to get the initial ones, but no, now that I think about it, 
they call you teacher in those ones, which one of them does not call you teacher. Not teach. Oh, teach. Oh, good old teach. But yeah, that's true. I can see why it would not have as much impact in Golden Deer as it would. Yeah, like I don't get like yeah, because I don't get that ending. Because even like in the pre-dialogue before, your Bilas like I'm not sure if I can bring myself to kill her, and Claude's just like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "What the hell? Why? What, you, like, what do you like? What do you mean? You haven't seen what her. You... You've been seen her in five years, dude." <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I-, I can understand that, but again, it it doesn't bother me, and I'm sure it doesn't bother you much anyway. No, it doesn't, but it's just something that I noticed. While it's playing. just something that you noticed, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, those I, my mind keeps going back to those animations, dude. Yeah, the anime cutscenes. I mean, people were also, like, joking that maybe they had, like, a, they did, like ran out of money, so they couldn't make a new one. The monastery definitely doesn't... It isn't... It's not the image of beauty that you'd think it would be from the opening, from one of the first cutscenes. Good God, no. They make the monastery look like a chapel. Now, again, I feel like, I think I've talked about this, certain aspects of games, if they are that good, can kind of make up for the game's weaker aspects. Yeah. And I feel like what makes up for the awful animations in some of these like support conversations uh, is the dialogue and the fact that the dialogue is all voice, the fact that it's it's so well delivered by pretty much every character. I think that's why this that specific flaw doesn't bother me too much, because yeah, the, the voice acting and the interactions just kind of carry it by themselves. Uh, I'm saying oh, a lot shit. Yeah, but yeah, that's. That that doesn't really bother me too much. And, you know, obviously we both still think the game is fantastic. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously. All right. That's all to... I have for Fire Emblem. Yeah, that's all I really have, too. I'm trying to think of anything else I've obviously really... Oh, shit. We can't dissected. see the recording time on Zoom, Good. can we? <laughs> no, we can't. Good. But... I don't know. It's, been, it's, been, it's almost been like an hour, I think. Like a little bit under, maybe. But... Yeah, it's fine. I'm trying to think of like any other flaws because I've nitpicked that game more than anybody. The DLC is really good. I like the characters because I think that's what it's mainly for. So I don't really make complaints there. Yeah, I, I like the DLC as well. Right. Do you want to nice. take like Do you want to take like 20 seconds to recover a game's flaws? To what? Sorry, you cut out. There. Do you want Do you Do you want Do you want to point out a game's flaws in 20 seconds? Just bang one out real quick. Uh shit. Um. <laughs> You you go first. Breath of the I, I Wild actually, is the closest thing to a perfect game I've ever played. I was actually going to go with Breath of the Wild, and I wanted to actually get your opinion on something as the aficionado of this game that you are. So, all right, I'll say this. I always say here that Fire Emblem is probably my favorite game and that I've had the most like fun with it. Breath of the Wild is by far and away the most complete game I've ever played. I feel like I can. A, I feel like I feel like I can. That's a fair difference. Like Fire Emblem's really, really good, and I really, really love it. Obviously, it's not really complete. There's a lot of loose ends that aren't tied up. I feel like Breath of the Wild is just everything's just perfect. But please, throw throw, throw on me your 
your your possible gripe. Okay. Uh-oh. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's great. But what do you feel about the weapon durability system? Oh, that's my one flaw. Okay, fine. I guess it's my one flaw. Um, here's what I would do. I would make the Master Sword unbreakable. It's the Master Sword. And <laughs> it already takes... Yeah. It, takes a, it takes a pretty long time to get. It takes like, I think... 40 shrines 36 shrines to complete well if you you see now that trial of the sword is in you basically have an unbreakable 60 power weapon at you on you at all times well that's the thing i wouldn't have i wouldn't make it 60 i make sure i guess this is in hindsight now that trial of the sword is out yeah i'd make it 45 i guess that's Good, but I feel like Nintendo. So that way, there's still plenty. Yeah, so that way, there's still plenty of weapons that are stronger than it. Like there's still plenty of Galano weapons. Some of them, some of them takes to like a hundred damage. They're crazy. Very true. I mean, I personally like. I I do like. I don't mind the the weapon durability. It it forces you to go out and keep playing. I've never really had a problem finding new weapons, personally. No, never. At least now that I know the game a lot better, I know where to. I know that weapons respawn every blood moon. I'll go out and I'll do my rounds and find everything that I need. I'll go on top of the Farron Tower, grab the Royal Claymore off the top of the skull, and jack up Lionel. Get his like get everything off of him. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I love the fact that when a weapon's about to break, you can just eat it, chuck it. <laughs> yes, you can just chuck that thing, and it does what double its damage to yeah, whatever you hit it with. Yeah, it's just like uh, the royal broadsword's really badly damaged. Just <laughs> <Sing>! <laughs> send that shit, bling! Just yeah, straight it's great. into a golden enemy's face. Just knock him clean off like a wizard. Just falls like ten feet out of the sky. It's like, oh my god, what just happened? It it is, and also the ragdoll physics make it really fun to oh, just yeah, watch them freaking fly back. No, I don't. Also, mind the, head, the-, also the headshot noise is crisp. <laughs> so good. It's, it's so good. Yeah, I don't mind the weapon durability. I think that it makes it makes you play the game like it's like oh, it's badly damaged. Like, what are you talking about? It's badly damaged. What do you mean? It's badly damaged. This monster's face is about to be badly damaged. We're about to carve, like, a new... About to carve a painting into this poor guy. Eat this thing for... Exactly. Uh, Are there any other games that you personally have a need to critique? I was thinking about this last night. Um... As much as I love it, at the same time, I find it kind of off-putting that there's more stuff to do in the post-game than the main game with Mario Odyssey. That's true. I mean, I just the again, we're re- I mean, we're like we're like really nitpicking here. <laughs> like that, that's people, not a big people have about. actually torn apart Mario Odyssey's moon system, where they just feel like some of them are very say, hard like say say for instance, you do a really hard challenge. Just absolutely brutal difficulty. Maybe not brutal, but it's like it's challenging, you know? Mm-hmm. Your reward your reward is a moon. Also, say, take into consideration that if you 
ground pound just in a certain <laughs> glowing spot, your you reward is also a moon. Yeah. So people just think I that why. the feeling of getting the moons feels a little bit worthless when you think about it that way. Because you do all these crazy challenges for things that you also get by doing really easy stuff. Like everything you do gets you a moon. But I feel like that's kind of counteracted just by that the breakneck pace that you can get these things and it just feels good to collect them, you know? Yeah. Build up that top left grid of just moons. Oh, it's, it's so sad. It's so satisfying. Before you <laughs> offload them into the Odyssey's fuel canister and just, Yeah, and like you get to the next like you get to the next like planet. It's just like, yeah, you only need like five of these things. So you need you like hightail it up out of here. Two moons and you can Yeah, <laughs> you see that block over there? There's two of them right there. Just grab them. <laughs> There's two right here. there. I haven't played Odyssey in a while, so I, I just need either, but so much content in that game. Yeah, it's Another gr- another nearly perfect game. As you can see, it's kind of hard for us to nitpick some of these. You yeah, I mean, seen by me struggling to explain the flaws of them to begin with. We uh, we've already done like a full podcast, like nitpicking Sword and Shield. You can you can listen to our Sword and Shield review <laughs> if you want to hear that one. That's mainly me. It's not really Tyler, but I mean, I think that's easier because there's a lot more people that I can use source material from who. Mm-hmm. Rip on Sword and Shield, uh, rather than these other games. I think what else have I played recently that I could use critique. I have not touched Sword and Shield ever since Animal Crossing came out. Oh dude. God, and you and you won't until whatever. Whenever the next game, Xenoblade. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Trials of, of Mana will be. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. But it's all right, in so like ten days, and I guess cool. I'll quickly. My, bir- my birthday will be before then. So. Oh yeah, Tyler's birthday is this coming week. He's getting old, so wish him a happy birthday on the wherever you can. Uh, no, you got no. Four, you guys, four days. Too kind. Oh my god, it is four days. I'm gonna be nineteen. Elder, but I guess uh, ancient. All right, so here's a quick critique. Um, every sport game stinks. Every single one is bad. I. I've I've barely ever played. I, the only memory of a sport game I really have is beating you in Madden that one time and being really happy about it. I don't even remember that. Probably it was when you were in your old house in oh good god in New York, dude. Good grief, that's a just in the crevices of my mind. For some reason, my brain feels important to, to hold is, on to that one. That has been moved to the trash when you've emptied that trash. <laughs> the the spam folder. Yes, but I guess like every sport game stinks because they think that better graphics improves gameplay. It doesn't. It no. really just doesn't. You know what are fun though? Freaking motocross games from the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. specific, I know, but just the ragdoll physics in that game and just the destruction you could do to the environment sometimes was really fun. I think I had just had a lot of nostalgia from it since. I uh, used to play it a little bit with my dad back on our PlayStation 2. Uh, a lot of racing games are actually pretty high quality, I've heard, even though I don't partake in a whole lot of them. Let's see. Other looking games. At, uh, I'm looking at my library over here. Seeing <laughs> oh, you're, you're looking for... I'm looking at my library, seeing what we can talk about. Um, can you really critique a game like Smash Bros.? Like... You can critique the balance of the characters. Yes, you can. That's I mean, about... a, pers- a personal gripe with me 
with Smash Brothers is that just without fail, whenever I play it, I just always get angry. That's me in Mario Kart. <laughs> First of all, because I quit. I see, quit. No, the difference. The difference is, you're pretty good at Mario Kart. I'm really, I am. Yeah awful at smash brothers no like even with mario cars i talk about it's all it's just all about chance i was literally coming around the bend of the last lap i was in fourth or hit with a red shell i was still in fourth i still quit <laughs> you quit i'm like no i'm not going out like this so i just left i left the lobby Oh no! No, yeah. I mean, once I once I found my Mario Kart stats, like on my player profile, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm actually pretty solid at this game. Oh, oh, I'm I'm actually good. I'm okay. Like I'm not bad. <laughs> I mean, playing Mario Kart always gets me angry as well. But it that's only me. when I play. That's only when I play with you. <laughs> because you're mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted you. I'm like, how have I let you beat me 14 times? How's that possible? Aren't you like 72 and 14? 72 and yeah. Something How did I let myself like continue playing the game for that many reasons? I, I told you against like three other of my friends. I'm like 60 and like five. <laughs> well, I guess oh, I have yeah, more solid. wins against you than them. Um, at least. You do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. You take the cake there. Yeah, I'm solid. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm solid. But, yeah, uh, um, I don't know why but, that's funny. What else do you have on tap? Is, there, do you, is that everything you got for as far as game critiques? Uh, that's everything I have. I already talked about. I, want, I wrote down Animal Crossing Meta Economy because I thought it was really funny. That is seeing funny, it in action. Yeah. People have found a way to auction off their villagers. <laughs> so what? I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call the S word yet, but. <laughs> There are markets for uh, for people to to barter their villagers off to other people who who want oh them in their my. town. Oh my god! What? Uh, there's a fan made website called Nookazon that actually lets you look <laughs> for offers on furniture and buy them. We're going there right now. What's no, don't, don't go no. to Nookazon. Nookazon is that what it's called? Yeah, apparently I, I've heard it's a Discord server. Oh my god! Running. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well we're going to Nukazan right now to see what we can. Yeah, we people can find. buy and sell furniture. People will craft things for uh, others who don't have the recipes. They will right. offer them to come to their islands, use their shops, and or their special NPCs that show up that day. All right, here we are. Uh, on. Yeah, here we are. All right, so make an see offer. That, see that third one right there? Uh, oh, my that's God. A, that's, a, that's a villager. Oh, my God, it is. Going for 500,000 bells. A Nook Miles ticket and some mats. <laughs> Materials required. Lopez? Lopez. <laughs> Buyer information. Selling. Lopez is a smug deer villager. What are you, what are you looking? Off. What is? What is he looking for? <laughs> oh my god! This guy's looking to make a trade for Felicity. Oh, oh we're just no. We're under the Lopez tab. These are all the offers that people have. Oh my god! This is great. Uh, a coat, a fake twenty-inch TV. <laughs> yeah, see. it's villagers. Let's go here. Um, no. Oh wait. my god! There's yeah. Agnes. She's on my island. What's she going for? 
a hundred thousand bells really i'll I'll do it <laughs> i'll hop on right now um yeah i don't somebody's uh, somebody just doing just straight up trades again i don't want oh to God. uh to pull out no, the S no, word. no we will not we will not do it but, but this man, is hilarious it's quite funny Oh my god! Oh like shit, a... Apollo! We, that we haven't even gotten out of the A names. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. There's uh, actually it's... what? What will my other villager go for? Look, What's... the loading screen is just Tom Nook's face. Where's Buck? Like someone took the time to make this entire website, and it's so funny. It's this is great. Boomer, I have Boomer. Oh my god, that's two pages of bees. This is ridiculous. There he is, Buck. What's he going for? <laughs> Buck oh. is a jock horse villager. He was born on April, was born 4th. April 4th. Oh, I missed his birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> me, no. Oh, no. What's he going for? Oh, they just <laughs> want to do straight up trades? Dude. Oh, yeah. They're looking to, like, exchange villagers. Like, a villager for a villager. Oh, my God. That's... A soul for a soul. That's actually rich. <laughs> I'm so glad you told me about that. Uh on a completely unrelated note, one of my friends named his island Nookistan. Oh, no. Why would he do that? <laughs> I it's I just figured I'd, I'd, I'd let you know. But, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's your very brief dip into the into the, the out-of-game economy the of Nookistan. So, uh, what else? Is, uh, Animal Crossing, I think, is, I think has over 4 million units sold already. I think it was, what, you... Did you tell me three million? In it was like one point eight eight after the first weekend. So right here, let's yeah, see. Animal Crossing a, was that would make huge. it. Oh, there. It, oh, it's um. It was last updated April fifth, two thousand twenty. So that was just a couple days ago. And it says here three million, which places it number thirteen. On the charts. On the charts. Oh, oh no, the charts. So, Yes, the the Wikipedia charts. I mean, they're very oh, I don't know how oh. reliable they are, but I was saying, are we, so, we going to look at the charts? Do we have? <laughs> oh, we oh we can always look at the charts. But okay, so <laughs> if you were to make, so it's at three million right now. It was last updated about eight days ago. It has always it, for some it has reason. to get it has to get another million to pass Link's Awakening. After that, it has, that to get seems... another, has to get another million to pass Mario Maker Two. Has to get. 300,000 to pass Luigi's Mansion 3 to crack the top 10. Have I to know get after that. that another 500,000 and then and then it needs to get a lot to pass Mario Party. Uh, I mean I know that Animal Crossing isn't the biggest of Nintendo's franchises but no, this was still a pretty hyped up release so I'm kind of I don't know. Is it right of me to feel like this is a low number? 3 million? Yeah, like about a month in. In in comparison. No. Is that I wrong mean, of me to think? I don't think it's three million. I think it's higher than that. I mean this is just up to eight days. It has ago. been a about a little under a week since these were last I think it, I so. so what do you want to call it? Like three point like three, three point four? I have no idea, dude. I I, I'm I'm horrible at judging this stuff, so I don't know if you'd want me for that. So. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up by doing the thing where we look at charts. By doing the thing that makes Tyler's blood boil immensely. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, 
Tom Nook and Coach. Oh, Nintendo. oh, wait. Are we going to shout out our, our good friend? Oh, yeah. We'll do it at the end. Uh, hang on. Rip Fortnite right, was trending right. on Twitter. That was pretty sick. That's pretty funny. It was great. Uh, come My on. My dog is barking at probably nothing again. Chart me. <laughs> um, <laughs> fishing tourney starts today. No, I want... Let me just control F charts. Oh my God, there's nothing. Okay, there's no charts this week yet. There's no charts. Oh, well, Ooh, never mind then. That's sad. I would assume Animal Crossing is still in the top couple, though. All right, is that everything we got? Yeah. That's everything I got. All right, so shout out to. Let me get this right. <laughs> double check. Yeah, let me double check real quick. Um, we had a very uh, a very cool interaction with a shout out to the um, fam. So shout out to Marcus. He lives in he lives in he's one of our listeners in Sweden. I checked the stats. He's our only listener in Sweden. So very loyal. <laughs> so the entire population. He is, yeah, he heard our. Oh, we forgot to do the bucket list thing, but we. Oh, okay. We'll do that in a sec. Yeah, but he heard the bucket list thing last episode where I said that I want to visit Norway because chocolate slaps. So he's like, you know what? I'll send you a sister company brand. So very appreciative of that. That was really cool of him. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, that was, you know, it's just stuff like that. That just makes doing this really, yeah, it's just a bonus for doing all this. It's been, it's really nice to hear from, from people like that. So it thank is. you, we, Marcus, for, yeah, for that, reaching obviously, out. We, obviously, we don't have the biggest following, but we appreciate everybody that tunes in. Like, Yeah, and we love interacting with uh the people who do listen, it's, yeah, it's, just, great. it's just really so, fun to, you know, see that. So it is. So uh, yeah, but are we bucket list bucket list? Today? Huh? What should we talk about? Uh, beats me, dude. Hmm. I, I, I was very. I was going to write notes for this episode, and I completely forgot. And you, and you, and you did So <laughs> huh, I'm trying to think of a good. All right, you know, we're going to Google bucket list. <laughs> Googling. Yep, that's what we're doing. Bucket Things to put on your bucket list. This topics. Yep, here we go. Um, learn and practice new things. All right, what's something you want to learn how to do? Oh, Lord. Uh, hmm. You know, I was actually thinking about this, but now I completely forgot the conclusion I came to. So uh, let me think. I've always wanted to learn how to play an instrument, and I... I that, me too. I briefly dipped my toe into playing the guitar, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm not devoted enough to it to actually like stick with it. I think that's the, but, I want, I would want to learn how to play acoustic guitar that I do want to do. I did. That's exactly what I tried to do. I learned one song on it. That was really Hell simple. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was from a video game. Hell yeah. Uh, Even better. I don't know. I I just didn't keep up to practice with it. Now that I'm in quarantine, I probably would. Maybe, yeah. But uh, you know, I gave the I since gave the guitar in question back to its its owner that I borrowed it from. But I, I wouldn't put that on my bucket list because I feel like I won't actually learn how end up doing that. <laughs> I want to learn. I want to learn more draw drawing or painting yeah something like that i i did put out on my instagram you've always, you've always had a knack for for drawing i've always liked doing it uh i've been 
consistently all right at it throughout my life, I'd say. At least all right by my standards. Like, okay. Uh, I've been okay for uh, eight years. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never, I've just never taken the time to really go the extra step with it, you know? Yeah. You know, I, in that time in my life where I, I, I sound like such an old man. In that time in yeah. my day, a uh, whole 19 years. Years. <laughs> uh there was a t- there was a time uh when i was a little younger that i had no idea what i wanted to you know do as a profession and you know i'm like oh you know drawing is cool maybe i can be an animator or you know something along those yeah. lines because i always looked up to animators on youtube and uh you know cuz a lot of the animators on youtube the big ones are seem like genuinely good people and the content that they make is really engaging and obviously working for like uh, let's say a disney or pixar animation studio making movies seemed appealing it's probably not all it's chalked up to be there's probably its share of difficulties of course but you know back then it seemed like oh if i maybe i could go down that route uh but yeah something like drawing or painting something that I already have an interest in. I could see myself maybe wanting to fine tuning it. Yeah. Fine tune it a little more, uh, a little embarrassing. I've all recently, I've kind of gotten accustomed to, to singing. Uh, okay. Just That's kind different, of when I'm, but, hey. I know, I know it's not like I'm trying to be like next American Idol or anything, but Do you know, music has become, <laughs> Music has become a bigger part of my life now, uh, pretty much solely because of college. Now that I wear my headphones pretty much everywhere I go, I've been listening to a lot more music and I don't know. It just seems like, it seems like fun, but I guess for the sake of this video, I'll choose drawing for, for my bucket list All right. thing I want to learn more about. And I'm just the king of rambling in this episode. I do apologize to everybody. That's all right. That's all right. I forgive you. No, well, well, thank you. I, <laughs> I, I do uh, I appreciate that. Are yeah, you yeah, going to course. like say your thing, or are you just gonna uh, stand there and stare? At me? I was gonna, I was gonna ask for you to ask, but you know, whatever. Uh, well, I'm. You're the one who <laughs> picked the topic. So fair, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so acoustic guitar would be cool. That's something I could see myself doing later down the line. Um, I really like want to learn. I want to learn how to shoot a bow and arrow. Ooh, yeah, so, shooting archery probably. That's something I've always had an interest. I've done. I actually didn't do archery very, very briefly in my life. My dad has a bow and arrow downstairs, camp. like a hunting bow and arrow. The, the bow needs reshrunk, but I do want to learn how to shoot that. Hopefully this summer. That's cool as hell. I think if I want to learn, I want to learn some form of martial arts. Just that is something form. I've also thought about doing a form and um you know while i'm in quarantine my mom bought a jump rope so i really want to learn how to do a double under oh double unders yeah i've never really i've never really committed myself to doing i probably could and i probably can right now but i've never we did double unders in crossfit is is pretty it wasn't a good feeling but we did so those are those are definitely a few things i want to learn how to do and i mean there's no better time to pick up now but you know my bow needs I mean, restrung. The place to do that's closed. I don't know the money to buy a guitar, nor would I really want to right now. And I can't pick up. I mean, it's, it's a bad time to pick up martial arts. I mean, hey, it's you know, due to the lack of 
the ability to be in contact with people. Yeah, that, that definitely hurts. But hopefully, once this whole thing, I can't really say, is over, slows down, I guess. Yeah, what's it? Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe we can, yeah, pick up on one of the couple things. You know, some. I don't feel like this. Part of me feels like uh, the world is going to not be the same after this. In what way? Just in how some people interact. You know, because I, I feel this pandemic isn't just going to like have a definitive end date. I don't no. think that's how viruses work. It just kind of gradually slows. It's never going to really end. It's never going to really go away. We're just going to, we're just going to find out, we're just going to find out how to contain it. It's a tough pill to swallow. And I just feel like the interactions with people are going to change a bit. I think so too. I think people are going to become more tentative. It is going to be weird. I mean, ideally when you think of it, like people will come out of this whole thing, like nicer and more appreciative I mean, than they have, but that's I just not, that's the- just not going to happen. I think down the road, because part of me believes that given enough time, a few years, maybe, and this might be uh, kind of in the history books, essentially, like people will be back to their normal lives, maybe back to the way things were before this. Yeah. But, you know, I'm making this out as if it's like an apocalyptic scenario. It's just, it's just weird to see people's way of lives are changing and now people are starting to adjust a little bit to this way of life. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously some people are doing better than others and it's affecting a lot more people than honestly may, we can maybe even wrap our heads around. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But for sure. I don't know. I just figured I'd, talk about it it's something i've been thinking about wondering no, i like that i like that it's definitely cool um is speaking that of, that though? Uh, speaking of cool things uh you guys better keep an eye out for our next episode we may be doing something special yeah we're doing a little we're doing a little thing so we're doing a little we'll, thing we'll, so. we'll be doing one thing and then the people we're doing the thing with will be doing another thing so so you know keep we might be uh having more than just the two of us next time. So keep your keep your eyes Might peeled. Might be, yeah. So that's very exciting. Um, other than I don't that, know what for... we're at, so we're just going to assume either. that we've hit the hour mark. Assuming so, probably a little bit longer, honestly. But yeah, that's what editing's for, baby. Absolutely. So absolutely, time to edit. But uh, thank you for listening to episode thirty-five of Switch It Up. First one on Zoom, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube. So. If you have, if you want to follow the pod, you can follow the pod at Switch Up Pod on Twitter, or you can subscribe on YouTube to the Switch It Up podcast on on YouTube as well, or you can email us, which will be in the link. There'll be a link for it below in the description, wherever you may be listening or watching. If you want to follow myself, you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Colby underscore Moyer. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me uh, at Twitter, on Twitter at Tyler Samsel. And on Instagram at tsamsel11. Uh, hopefully, I'll be posting those finished drawings soon. But we'll see how long my self-deprecation takes to tone down long enough for me to think that it's actually good enough to post. So, thank you to Jared for the banner. Thank you to Marcus for the chocolate. Really appreciate both of those things. And, and thank you to everybody. Thank you to the listeners. Yep, everyone taking else. their time out of their probably crazy hectic day to to sit down and listen to the this with us we really do appreciate it we do uh stay safe and 
Have a good day, everyone. Catch you on the next one.